Nathan and Anita here. Today we have part three of our three-part series on the toddler years. So if you didn't listen to the first two parts, you probably want to go back and listen, or this may not make any sense. Even if you did listen to part one and two, it still may not make any sense, but that's okay. We had fun doing it. In part three, we discuss entertaining toddlers during the homeschooling day and just trying to keep them busy while you teach. We have two Vanita's sisters as guests, Nina and Paulette. If you're a regular listener, it's good to have you back. And if it's your first time, welcome and we hope you enjoy. So let's jump right back in where we left off. Enjoy the conversation. Cheers. All right. So now you've got, you've got your time where they may or may not nap. And then we've got the times where they want to be involved with the learning. But what about the rest of the day, which is usually most of the day? where they're not sleeping and they don't want to be involved in learning. Like, no, thank you, mama. So what do we do? We, my suggestion for as far as the homeschooling aspect is, if you can assign independent work in the morning and that way your older kids can kind of get school going while you get your toddler settled, that has been something I've learned. And again, I've only been doing this for a year and we have been surviving. So at least this has worked for us. And so if, if it, it, your older kid is running with it, you know, going through the circle time and the story time and then doing the read aloud. And then if she's blown through that and you're still not available because the toddler is just giving that difficult time, then have in your back pocket independent work available. Like what are you gonna do in those moments? Even if it's not first thing in the morning, if it's some time during the day where there's like a tantrum going on that you have to attend to, in your back pocket, have that independent work assignment, something in a workbook maybe, or stick an audio book on to play for them to listen to, or have your older child read to the rest of the children, it just depends, obviously, what your ages are. If you don't have audiobooks, podcasts, because those are readily available, uh, there are children's podcasts out there that do read stories. So if it's they have learning one episodes or they actually do have where they're telling a story. So I, I feel like those are good. Like that's just a good tactic to have for those all of a sudden moments where, oh my goodness, you, you can't ignore what's going on with the toddler at this point. Busy boxes or busy bags. Have you ladies heard of these? No. Yeah, see? <laughs> it's, <laughs> Do it's, tell. <laughs> it's a thing, but I feel like it's just a more glorified of what I already do and probably what you do at home, which is basically a simple activities like planned activities that are packed into a container and ready to go. So, yeah. So let's say if you want like, like counting, you want your toddler to have, they don't know that they're practicing, you know, their math skills, but you have a container with like manipulatives or whatever or numbers and it's all in like one little bag and you have these like stored away or crafts bag 
and you have them stored away, you basically just bring them out every now and then, and they're already ready to go with the things that you feel like your kid would be involved in. So they're like pre-planned baskets. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. I'm they, I mean, they have, that. Pinterest has ideas. There's people that write books on busy bags. <clears throat> so it, there, it's a thing. You can definitely search and you'll get ideas. I, what I do, I, I don't do that, but I literally have toy baskets all over our home and literally in baskets. So we have baskets downstairs. We have baskets in the living room upstairs. We have baskets in the school room that are catered more to like learning toys and manipulatives. And then they obviously have toy baskets in their bedrooms. I mean, so every room there is a basket and that way they just, it, it changes. It's constantly changing. Cause we know that toddlers, you give everything all at once. They're done within five minutes, you know? <laughs> I'm over or this. all over the room. <laughs> like you turn your back and in two minutes, it's just a complete war zone. Yeah, like, Polly, what about that picture? <laughs> oh, Polly shared a picture of her war zone the other day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have more toys than anyone should actually have. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, it's because for a while um Seth was the only grandchild on one side and so we got toys but then we got toys and then we get hand-me-down toys and so we just have a lot of toys we have a, our kids are very loved and it is a beautiful thing uh and the one-year-old likes to just take everything out of their containers everything out <laughs> And I am very OCD and I, it, like, I have to put everything away. Everything is organized. I know y'all have seen it when you guys come over and I'm like, no, 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 that's not where that goes. And then, so I have to put everything back where it goes, but. Yes. Yeah. yeah you came to our house and organized, this was a few years back, but organized all of our DVDs alphabetically. Yep. Super weird. <laughs> it's so that you could find what you needed. <laughs> Yeah, and that's logical, whatever. Who walks over to the DVD thing and they're like, I want to watch this movie. No and idea. You do the normal thing and search for it for 15 minutes until you find it. There's a joy in that, you're searching. <laughs> it's like you're a Because then you, you find other movies in the process. You're like, exactly, oh, I forgot what I was looking for, but I'm going to watch this one Alphabetically, instead. please. Who does that? You're welcome. I changed my life. Um, so the one-year-old takes everything out and then the three-year-old, he, he's really into playing with the dinosaurs and the animals right now. He likes to pretend that he's an animal or a dinosaur. They all make the same noise. So then you have to ask him, what are you today? And then he like, <laughs> he like roars it to you. Gorilla. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's great because you can tell his imagination is going, but he'll get all the toys that go along with that theme. But he has so many and he has like from every size, from like the tiny miniature ones to like much bigger ones. <laughs> he has to find all of them and bring them all out. So we'll have tons of animals around and then 
there's puzzles and then there's blocks and we have hundreds of balls of all <laughs> shape and sizes and they're just everywhere and recently we had put some stuff away and the one-year-old found it so we used to have these like foam um let like they're like they're big foam squares but they piece together so that they can make like a cushiony floor but they have letters yep. in them i remember oh, that was the worst <laughs> they found them oh no brought them out and started ripping them apart like so there are letters and squares and then the inserts so like the a you have like the little triangle piece inside yeah it's a nightmare yeah i think it was the worst like, i remember it who thought that this was a good idea for children <laughs> why i remember every time we try to leave your house it was like an extra 35 minutes picking that thing up before we left well they, clean, they resurrected it and now Seth freaks out because he, my weird kid, doesn't want the letters. He wants the little pieces that go in the letters. He'll <laughs> <laughs> so collect all of them. And then he'll freak out. He'll be like, I can't find the other circle. And I'm like, what circle is he talking about? And he'll look, he's like, for the eight, the circle for the eight. And I'm like, <laughs> um, throw it so, away. <laughs> So here's the reality. When you're working from home, that's what your house is going to look like. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And you just, just have, have to let, let it go. It, you just have to let it go. Like, because, you know, it's like I said, is anyone hurt? Is anyone dying? Are they, are they okay? Are they healthy? Are they okay? They're safe then you just let them be because it also helps with their imagination and they're mm -hmm. they're figuring out how life works and they're getting creative and <laughs> it's a nightmare when i have to clean it all up but <laughs> it's also an opportunity for me to step away from my work that's how i see it yeah I see it as <laughs> it's a distraction they're like at night i reset i reset at nap time and then I reset at bedtime. So at nap time, it's a good time for me to say, okay, I now need to walk away from my computer, walk away from work and just mindlessly clean up all the mess and try to find all the pieces to the game and all the puzzle pieces <laughs> and go under the couch. And it's fun. It's a game for myself. Sounds well, great. speaking of, you know, imagination, my kids, their thing is, not actually playing with the toys in the container that they're in, but dumping the toys out and using the container for something else. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yes, yes, mine do that too. You know, puzzle boxes have now been turned into beds for the dolls. <laughs> the, the, the containers that once held the blocks are now cars or houses for something else, but everything that was in it, it's, it's gone. It's everywhere. It's <laughs> <laughs> just completely completely everywhere i have now gotten to the point where i just like shove everything inside the rooms because i i used to be very you know anal about making sure everything was clean and organized now as i just shut the doors to their bedrooms and walk away <laughs> i'm like i can't anymore that's it i still can't so if you're a mom and you're like me type a don't worry i'm i'm like you i still can't <laughs> i can't so if yes, if it, you now you've seen two other examples. Third example, 
I have to do a more frequent reset, Polly. I have to do resets when I am beginning to not see the floor. And it helps with my personal stress level. Plus, I've learned that the kids, mainly the toddler, he will get bored very quickly when all the toys are already out and all over the floor. Like, uh, okay, I'm done. So if I reset, he thinks it's new all over again. And then, yes, of course, you know, every hour I'm like cleaning up again, but whatever, it gave me entertainment for that hour. So if I let there be a mess on the floor, he's gonna start nagging sooner because he's bored. So that that's another thing I've learned, at least for us, is like I have to do more frequent resets so he feels like, oh, things are tidy and organized again. Let me get in there again, you know? <laughs> this is new again. <laughs> it's, it just depends with your kids. When it's nice out, I was gonna say, if it's nice out, then take your older kids outside for learning and then your little one can enjoy being outside and run all that energy out. You can watch them so they're still safe. If, if it's nice enough for water play, that's always been a great entertainment is water play. So we have a water table outside and he can play with that once we get back to warmer weather again. And the kids, I feel like also it's great for your older kids to have a change of scenery and a change of environment and then being outside kind of wakes them up again. So I feel like it's just a win-win for everybody when you do that. Talking about water play, I forgot to mention sensory bins. That's a big thing for toddlers, which is why I think he's so huge on the crayons because of that, the, the sensory part of it. We, you can get kinetic sand, rice, water beads. Those are Nathan's <laughs> favorite. Do you guys have those? You know what water beads are? No. The, no, but I've heard of them. Yeah, what the are worst, they? It was the worst idea ever that Anita, that Anita had. I tried. They're, they're like little rubber plastic beads that swell up with water and you're like slimy from the water. Mm -hmm. And she took this giant bin and put, and I'm, I'm talking, you get one order, it's like thousands of beads. I think it was like 5,000. Oh and I go into the bathroom and he's in there with them all in the sink. And all I'm picturing are these beads, plastic beads going down your drain into your pipes. <laughs> getting stuck down there and clogging up your entire drainage system. I looked at her and it's like I had my hands up like, what were you thinking? Like, who would think this is a good idea? I was thinking I was desperate and I needed a sensory bin. And then all I'm thinking when I'm pouring, then I'm like, we have to throw these away. Then all I'm thinking when I'm pouring these in the garbage is like, you just killed like 15 dolphins with these stupid, like, <laughs> cheap, these cheap plastic beads. Like, it's like the worst idea ever. It's like an environmental disaster. <laughs> yeah. them? What's that? Aren't you worried he'll eat them? That too. I don't know what she, I don't know what she was thinking. It looks like little candies. So make sure that you're safe with your sensory base. Yeah. Don't buy, don't buy, what are they called? Water beads. Water beads. Now, I will say the kinetic sand is amazing. Have you, do you guys actually use it? I that haven't because I'm worried awesome. about the sand being a mess. No, that's the whole no. point. It's like it's like play -Doh. a mix between Play-Doh and sand. It's mm. crazy. Yeah. But it like 
conjoins all together. Nice. So you're so, like you're, it yeah. feels like sand, but then it comes it, together like Play-Doh. It sounds like magic. It is. It is. It like. how it works. <laughs> but that's what um after after nap time we'll go out and sit on the porch and we'll just lay it out. Now it is supposed to be pretty easy cleanup. Somehow my one-year-old manages to get it just everywhere and like okay, when you, you play literally with me, you hey wait time out you literally just said it didn't make a mess and that's well, why i was so amazing like, i don't know what's wrong with her but like it gets like all of her hands like that's what i mean like it's like it looks like she's like stained her hands green or something i don't know how she does it because the rest of us are playing with it and nothing happens like our hands are clean and she does it and i don't know what she does but it's like green hands like <laughs> but they love it because what we do is we'll um put it out and then we'll get cookie cutters mm -hmm. and just i'll lay it out flat for them and then they stamp the shapes out like with play-doh and then we ball it all up and we do it again and it's great because it, it, it has an interesting texture to it too. yeah which is what they like well, that's why the water beads, for me, I thought they were really neat, the texture, but <laughs> we're not going to do yeah, that. Then the other, yeah, then our other star just starts pinching them really hard <laughs> and breaking them in half. Into the carpet. <laughs> into the carpet. So there's like little like mashed up plastic, like rubbery beads all over the, I'm like, the carpet. I'm like, I walked into the, into the living room, like, what is going on up here? Because... <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Just, the worst purchase yeah it was a fail it was a mom fail for sure but if you get any of these things another suggestion if you can't go outside some of my friends have gotten a baby pool and they bring the baby pool inside and then they put their toddler in the baby pool no water okay and then all of their toys or whatever you know kinetic stand whatever it is in the baby pool with the toddler but ours would still throw everything out of it. So I just don't see that working for us, but it has worked for others. I've been something told that, that the reason why some people use rice is because it's easy to vacuum and safer okay. to vacuum, obviously. You don't want to be vacuuming water beads. <laughs> no, we do not want to vacuum water beads. I hear they're great for septic systems too. So it's great when they put them, put them down the sink. Something that's a, that has always been like a good entertainment for us has been glow sticks. Yeah. Like oh, if yeah. it's a, if it's a rainy day or something like that, we'll you know, close the blinds and put something to darken the uh, the window, and they go in there and they'll play with the glow sticks and think it's just the neatest thing ever. Yeah, we thought. <laughs> We thought that too until our son came in and looked like he just bit Slimer from the Ghostbusters. He had glow-in-the-dark <laughs> juices all over his face. I'm like, what did you Gosh. just... It's like middle of the night. I'm like, what is... What did you do? It's like a horror film. It's like a horror film, yeah. Your son's he, glowing in the dark. He bit into it and it was all over his face. His face was glowing. I was, had to read the package to make sure it wasn't like toxic chemicals. Oh yeah. Okay, never mind. That doesn't and then work. Then you thought water beads would be okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't learn. She, great, great mom. Great mom. Great nurse. I know. I, I'm failing here. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Here, chew on some of these ch chicken bones. <laughs> um, I, I have found that with mine, um, and I, Nina, you kind of mentioned this, but for working at home, it's always good to have like a toddler version of whatever you're doing because I've noticed that a lot of times they just want to mimic what you're doing. So we have, like I work with a, like I'll have like a clipboard where I do my attend, like my uh, grades and stuff. And then I have a calendar. So we get another set of those items for my kids to have. So when they come up and they want to be with mom and dad and they sit with us, while we're working, instead of it being mad chaos, we give them their quote unquote, quote unquote paperwork. And um, I don't know if you remember uh, your daughter, she used to be like that all the time with us. Like when yeah. she would see Joey and I doing schoolwork, she'd be like, can I have some of your paperwork? And we would just give her our old stuff that we didn't need anymore. And she yeah. was a happy little camper. She so, still does it. So if you, you know, they, they love doing, they love being a part of your world. Yes. Not to sound mm -hmm. like a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's true. As I said it, I heard it. <laughs> is that, is that Aladdin? <laughs> um, no, it's the little mermaid. Oh, a whole new yes, whole, yes. <laughs> a part of your world is the Little Mermaid. You're right. Little Mermaid. <laughs> clearly, clearly, you have not been using Disney Plus like you should be. <laughs> um, but, that is a good point. Yeah, but we will have extra supplies for our kids so that when they want to be around us and working with us, that they can play. And yeah. You know, they have their little, the little tablets. It's not like a Kindle tablet, but it's the, the little kid ones where it's the alphabet and you hit it. So yeah. when, when I'm working on like my iPad, having to do stuff, they have their little thing that they can play with and it tells them the alphabet. No, that's great. And even with our, our toddler on those moments where, cause he's still that younger age where the attention span's not quite there yet. But those moments where he does want to be involved, yes, allow them to be involved. You will avoid a tantrum. And for us, we have little preschool workbooks. He doesn't do anything with them yet, but he feels like a big boy when he can have that and grab a, a little crayon in his hand and feel like he's like his older sibling. So that, that, that is a great point. Another with us is another suggestion I should say is obviously with when you have littles like this time is golden especially when you are trying to actually educate your other kids because it's you know this is part of our responsibility as homeschool parents so if you don't already I recommend for as far as being efficient with use of your time in your homeschool day is combining subjects with those multiple ages wherever you can. For us, we use this through literature and it's for religion, geography, literature, 
U.S. and world history, and then poetry. And then we also do science together. And I just will at, at some points have to explain at different levels depending on their ages, but it has worked because you'll learn that your younger kids will soak up information very quickly, even if you're putting it at a slightly higher level for your older kids. And they really only do need every now and then for, you know, a little bit more on a difficult explanation. But I, I have had no issues with having my third grader and kindergartner have those subjects together, which is amazing. I mean, they used to do this back in the day. They'd have those school rooms, right, where it was multiple ages and that wasn't just a handful of kids that was an entire classroom and they had to deal with all different levels of ages so this has worked through history if you're not doing it i recommend doing that because that it really that's a time saver for us when in doubt the power of snacks right like for me i feel like the child the toddlers <laughs> graze all day and when I'm having a moment, if I give him food, it's almost like uh, we're good to go. So if you haven't figured that out already with your toddler, I feel like food, snacks, those are the key to their heart and helping them settle down and be quiet. <laughs> oh, yes. Ours just goes and helps herself. So <laughs> good. Well, I guess ours is almost there, right? He opens the pantry and he points. But he can't quite grab it because he's so short. So he's not to grabbing, but he's almost helping himself already. <laughs> well, the day he can do that, there won't be a cracker left in the house. So no. probably gonna have of to any, lock of it. any sort. <laughs> She's using the the boxes of cans that we've bought for the coronavirus, the quarantine, as her ladder to get up to the shelves and climb up on the shelves inside the Smart. pantry Smart <laughs> she's girl. very 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 good at you know connecting things and figuring <laughs> things out and how to get to something that she wants so i'm like i'm in trouble <laughs> <laughs> survival right <laughs> yes <laughs> the third one knows how to survive that's the thing yep <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know if you guys have anything else to share before i do my in closing Oh gosh. Um, my, I guess the, the, for me, for the parents working with kids still at home to schedule time to be with your kids. Mm -hmm. Um, cause we, I, I had noticed for myself the first couple weeks that the kids were starting to get very antsy and they still they still are to be fair but I realized that I was just working 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 and then I would stop to satisfy like a need for them like I had to change a diaper or I had to feed them or put mm -hmm. them down for a nap I wasn't engaging with them right and like you said they just want attention so I realized that if we would just actually and you don't need to it's not a lot of time I mean, 15 minutes, their attention spans are very short. <laughs> so if I would just like stop for 15 minutes to play with them or just sit with them in their area and then I could go back, it helped resolve some issues. Not all of them, 
mind you. It's not going to be perfect, but yeah. it did help them feel like we were still connecting with them and they were getting that attent that they just need a little sprinkle of attention and yep. then they get back to doing their own thing. Like it's just like, oh, mommy and daddy are still here. They still love me. They still want me around. Okay, now I can go back and play. Yeah, it's that security. Yep. So just, you know, like I said, with the timers, set alarms to say, okay, I'm going to go play with my kid right now. And I know that sounds awful, but sometimes you just need it in this survival mode right now. Yeah. Because this is not normal. Yeah. This is not a normal situation that we're in. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for me, um, with those that have younger kids and are dealing with this right now, I, at first I was getting very stressed out because I was like, I don't think I'm teaching my kids anything. I was getting very frustrating <laughs> trying to stick to a schedule and a routine and um, trying to get them to all be on the same page and, and learning and stuff. And now that, that I'm just ended week five, um, I've learned that it you need to be just more easy on yourself and know that kids at that age are going to learn. But what they really need is more time with their parents and more you know that you know that moment of bonding with you and quality time is more important to them and I'm finding that as I ease up on being so strict about having to spend this much time on this subject and this much time <laughs> on because we we sometimes don't even like get to another subject because they I find that they're enjoying whatever it is that we're working on because I've included some project and hands-on and I'm finding that that's been a lot better for us at this stage yeah. than, you know, getting to go outside more and going and riding bikes more because we have the weather now that's for that. We're hotter than Florida right now. <laughs> and <laughs> so we've been, our, my babies that all look like little tan Puerto Ricans now. So <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yes, just that not be too hard on yourself and just to really embrace this time with your child and know that they are learning, even though you don't think that they are, they are. <laughs> That's great, Nina. Yep, yeah. absolutely. I love that. And if you have multiple children, I forgot to mention this earlier, to help with that, that attention and one-on-one -on -one time for each kid, try a buddy system during your school day too. Like if you have slightly older kids, buddy them up with some of the younger kids. And I say this because we've got homeschool families with five plus kids and the buddy system, even like for the three of us, the buddy system can work where the nine-year-old buddies up with the toddler. If I need to work with the kindergartner or the nine-year-old buddies up with the kindergartner, if I'm, you know, working with the toddler. So buddy system is another one where you can then help. It can, you know, help free you up to give that one-on-one -on -one time with each child. And then the toddlers are getting that attention that they need. Even if it's not from you, it's from, you know, it's from their siblings, which is just as great for them. So kind of reiterating what both Polly and Nina said, remember, do not fight your situation. Do not set high expectations and try to go with it and set realistic goals because survival is the key in these early years with kids. Um, and what did you want to add? Anything? No, I'm good. That was great. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of resources that I'm not going to go over, um, but I'm going to add them to the show notes <laughs> for to like toddler parenting resources, which I found were great 
for preschool curriculums and preschooling ideas and fun activities, that kind of thing. So we will link to those uh, websites in our show notes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, great girls' night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Nathan, for yes. joining us. <laughs> That I, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thanks, thanks for thanks for hanging out with us and joining us, Polly. Nina, we'll have to do this more often. Polly, yes. Polly just joins whenever Absolutely. she wants now. Apparently, <laughs> um, we rocked this with four people. Yeah, I think we'll we'll have to hear, hear yeah. the quality after we're done. But we're gonna post it anyway, even if it's terrible. Yep. So uh, we apologize, anyone's listening, and the quality is horrendous. <laughs> And we're all talking over each other. But uh, don't forget to check out Nina's um, baking videos on our YouTube channel. What's the last one you just did? Um, it was the protein peanut butter cups, which are almost like a Reese's peanut butter cup, but so much better Healthy, for right? you. Healthier, yes. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to – I think we're supposed to try that this weekend, aren't we? We are. I was going to ask, do you know if we have to have the wrappers that go no. in the muffin pan? Because we don't have those. It will make it a lot easier. I would suggest using maybe putting saran wrap into the cups, muffin tin in the cups. Yeah, yeah. because it's going to, it'll be easier to pull them out. Oh, okay. Make, we'll yeah, make sure that there's saran wrap like hanging out from the cups so that you can just baked into the, the muffin. <laughs> Okay. Yes. No, not the muffin. The the, the peanut butter peanut cup. Butter cup <laughs> the peanut butter cups. Yeah. Protein <laughs> peanut butter cup. But right. yes, uh, check those out. She has another one too, and they are delicious. Oh yes. And uh, really easy to follow. But thanks, and thanks everybody for listening. Have a good night. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Homeschool Project podcast. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review. If you have any questions or suggestions that we can discuss on the show, send us an email at thehomeschoolprojectpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, everyone.